Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good afternoon. Well, not afternoon, good evening, everybody. I'm stuck. So, good evening. This is Kim with Black Free Thinkers, and we are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself, not convert you. Once again, we are here to challenge you to think and live for yourself, not convert you. It is my job to push you out of your comfort zone, and as I've stated before on numerous shows, it is my job to make you uncomfortable and to cause you discomfort because how will you grow and how will I be amused? So anyway, tonight we're going to be talking <laughs> with Jasmine Salas um, about the Black Friday boycotts taking place in Chicago with the Alliance. But let me tell you all a little bit about Ms. Salas here. Jasmine Salas first became involved with the Alliance in 2015 as a canvasser in Woodlawn. She became an active member of the organization after completing her AM from the University of Chicago in 2016 and was elected as co-chair of the Stop Police Crimes Organizing Committee in July 2017. She's involved with the organization because of its commitment to black liberation and the liberation of all oppressed people. The Alliance United oppressed nationalities through its CPAC campaign and its anti-political repression and anti-imperialism work. You know, thank you, Jasmine, for joining us today, and we appreciate you taking time out to talk to us about the exciting weekend or the exciting Friday that's coming up. So before we get started on that, um, share with us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me on the show today. Um, I guess for me, I was born in Virginia, and I lived in Orlando um, for for about 10 years, and then I moved to Chicago to go to grad school. Um, And I was doing student activism work in Orlando, mostly like labor solidarity stuff. But when I came to Chicago, I really jumped into all the police work that was happening. You know, I moved to Chicago in 2014, right after, you know, the Mike Brown case was getting a lot of attention. There were a lot of protests. And then 2015, following the release of the Laquan McDonald tape, um, you know, I really stayed active, really activated. Um, and I actually found out about the Alliance through my roommate, who um, kept kind of like asking me to go table. And I was in grad school, so I was kind of busy, so I couldn't always go all the time. But when I could go, I really loved it. Um, so once I graduated, I just kept coming back. <laughs> and then um, I was elected co-chair in July, and I'm very excited to be in this position and just to work with so many oppressed people and really connect um, with my fellow black and brown people. Excellent, excellent. For those that aren't familiar, um, she is one of Frank Chapman's mentees, and we've had Frank on the show before. You know, Frank and CPAC, I just love that organization, and Frank knows I'll do anything to help him out. And so Friday is the day. Please let us know what's happening Friday and where we need to be, what time we need to be there, and what we need to expect. All right, I got you. So first, thank you for all the love um, for CPAC and Frank. You know, Frank is so great, so I'm sure he'll hear this and hear your regards. Um, But regarding Friday, (laughs) um, we're going to have a rally at 10 a.m. It's going to start at 10 in front of the old water tower. So that's on the corner of Michigan and Chicago Avenue, Um, And it's just going to be, we're going to hear from victims' families, you're going to hear from activists in the community, just talking about the boycott and a little bit about its history and why we're there. 
Um, so the boycott, I'll just give you a brief history, started in 2015 after the release of the, of the Laquan McDonald tape. Um, and we saw this massive pouring of people into the streets, 5,000, 3,000 people who were standing in front of stores and blocking doors. And I was there. I was in front of Neiman Marcus for like three hours. Um, and right. you know, was, for me, it was the first time that I had seen something like that. And it was so incredible just to see all these people coming out for um, justice for the Quan, for community control of the police, you know, just basically saying we're fed up, you know, we're fed up with this system that can cover up this brutal murder. And then, a year later, go on and have a Black Friday like nothing happened, you know. Um, exactly. So we're still keeping up. We're still keeping up that spirit in this year's boycotts. So we're going to have people speaking about that, um, and then we're going to start marching around 11, and we're just going to be on the Mag Mile in front of stores rallying. We're going to have some people handing out literature, talking to folks who are walking by, um, just really trying to educate people and, of course, agitate people whenever we can. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And it seems like it gets bigger every year. There seems to be, you know, these type of boycotts happening all over the country. I know for a fact one is happening in Los Angeles, another one in New York, and, you know, it's just growing and growing. There's many other cities. I just don't have them written down in front of me. But I just think it's mm-hmm. fantastic that people are now getting out and and making their voices known while also at the same time, you know, trying to redirect people to businesses that are owned by people of color, you know, because that's very important to emphasize as well is that we need to start having our money circulate within our community more than once or twice like many other communities do. So that's, you know, very, very important to understand. But, yeah, this has been, you know, absolutely amazing. Last year they had a great turnout, got some coverage from MSNBC as well as Democracy Now! And I know it's going to be, you're going to get a lot more coverage um, this Friday too. And I'm just excited about all of it. But if you can let us know some of the organizations that are, that will be out there in alliance with you guys. Oh, sure. So Black Lives Matter Chicago will be out there. We are actually working closely with them through our social media. So we're going to have a Twitter power hour tomorrow um, at noon on Twitter with the hashtag Day of Defiance. Um, and, of course, they're going to, you know, have folks turning out to the protest as well. Um, but just some other groups, the Chicago Teachers Union will be there. Trinity United Church of Christ will be there. Um, the Arab American Action Network. And these are our organizations that have endorsed CPAC that we work with, and they work with us too. So it's nice to also just, like, continue this kind of like bond that we have with each other, just continuing to show solidarity and unity around this important issue. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And I'm just looking forward to, you know, um, it's going to be amazing. You know, every year is amazing. It's just, it's wonderful that people are finding their voices and they're finding that, you know, even though, you know, you may be scared at sometimes, it's better to speak and be scared than to, to be silent and then wish you would have said something at the time. And mm-hmm. so, like I said, we're seeing this grow, you know, and, and what's so interesting about this type of um, action is that, you know, this can be done anywhere. 
It doesn't necessarily just have to be downtown in the Mag Mile. And this is just encouraging other mm-hmm. people who may want to organize, you know, some type of boycott like this where they are. And one thing that I do know is that um, when you all put on these boycotts that you all, you know, you get permits and there are lawyers on site. Why is that important? I think it's important just to make sure that everybody's safe. You know, we know the history of the police and we know the way that they have, you know, attacked protesters. You know, just this time last year, we were watching Standing Rock and we were watching protesters just being brutalized by water cannons and extreme force. So I think we're very cognizant of that. And I think it's definitely just for safety. Um, You know, you never know who's going to show up to the protest. You never know who's going to walk by, you know, and especially now the uh, tensions are really heightened, you know, and we're seeing like mm-hmm. a rising like white supremacist movement. We're seeing a rising alt-right movement. It's just important to make sure that everybody's safe and everybody can make sure that their voices are heard peacefully and also safely as well. Exactly, exactly. And I brought that up so that people will know and understand that you all did get the proper permits and that you will have lawyers on site. And for those that will be out there, you will be provided with information in the event you are arrested so that, um, you know, they'll be able to make sure that they get the proper um, resources in place to help these individuals right. out if it came to that type of situation. So, you know, again, I want to, you know, stress the responsibility to let people know that, you know, there's a way to do these things. There are ways to make your voices known without it turning into a, another tragedy. You know, so, it's, you know, you have to cross right. your T's and dot your I's. You know, that's extremely important. And so for those out there that, you know, that may be sitting on the fence, give them a few words of encouragement. Let them know why they should be out there with you all. I just think for me, I mean, even before I started getting involved with activism work, I was so quiet. And people still say that I'm so quiet nowadays. But through activism, I really found my voice. And I feel like for a lot of people, it's the same case where, you know, maybe we don't know about these issues. We can't, we see them in our community, but we don't really make connections. We can't really name them. And then once we become activated, it's like, oh my God, it's like you become like almost like awakened to all of this oppression. And then for me, that spurs me into action. I think, you know, there's, everybody has that one thing in their community that they see or in their life that form of oppression that really bothers them. And I think it's just an opportunity for people to really kind of stand up and say, no, you know, this isn't right, you know, and especially on Black Friday, which is such a big day for people. And I know that we're asking a lot for folks to come, you know, during the holidays, but I think that this is the moment, you know, there is a growing movement across the country, like you said, in Jacksonville, Florida, there's JPAC which is similar to CPAC, which would be a Civilian Police Accountability Council, but in Jacksonville. And I'm in Florida, you know, so just even seeing that movement happen in Florida, I never would have expected that. But I think it kind of shows, like, what the, where the movement is at right now, that I just think now is the time, you know. If not now, then when? Exactly, exactly. And see, you're a millennial, correct? Yeah, I'm 26. <laughs> okay. 
Okay. <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure, you know, because it's like you you, you have all these different names and titles, but what I will say is for the millennials, you know, watching you all, I am so proud of you guys. I mean, I never thought I would see the day when I would see these young people out here standing up for themselves, standing up for their communities, standing up for people that they have no direct connection with. But you don't have to be my cousin. You don't have to be the person living next door for me to want you to have a better life, to have a fair shot of being successful in whatever it is that you may want to do. And so seeing you guys out here, I mean, it's been extremely motivational for me Um, When we saw what was happening down in Ferguson with Mike Brown, you know, that activated me quite Mm -hmm. a bit, not only because of the tragedy around the murder of Mike Brown, but I also have relatives that live in that area. So, you know, when when we weren't able to get through to find out, like, where is everybody, you know, we couldn't get through because they had (laughs) shut down. Yeah, they shut down all communications. Got to remember it was a no-fly zone, none of that. But when I started Mm -hmm. seeing the millennials and some of the older people, you know, you had some Generation Xers and Yers and, you know, even some of the baby boomers out there and seeing all of those caravans of buses and just the unity, just the unity and the love, and it was like, you know, acceptance and tolerance and all of that because it's like we had a common goal, we had a common mission. And seeing how mm-hmm. that expanded even beyond that because it was festering after the murder of Trayvon Martin, I mean, and even before then, but with the murder of mm-hmm. Trayvon, you know, that kind of shook a lot of us, you know, because we were like, we thought yeah. those days were over. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. so. And- Oh, no, just really quick, just being in Florida at the time, you know, it. I was really shocked. I That was, I think, the first time that I really grasped that, like, this kind of violence still exists, and it exists in my backyard. So that was definitely a moment that uh, um, activated me as well. Excellent, excellent. I'm glad that it did, because look at where you are now. And look at what you're yeah. doing now. You know, you're 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 not only you know participating in it, but you're in leadership, and you're paving a way. You're pioneering. So you know, congratulations, dear. You know, I'm very proud of you, and I'm proud of what CPAC and the Alliance and you know BLM Shy and all of the other groups. You have the um, International Socialist Organization with Haymarket Books and a number of other organizations mm-hmm. that are going to be out there with you guys and, and marching in solidarity. Even the ones that you know, we will not be able to be there physically, they still support you. So, you know, you need to have that as well, that encouragement. And, you know, again, seeing mm-hmm. you young folks out there and you're taking the reins and, you know, I had to tell quite a few older people, you know, because you know how that goes. I was like, it's time for us to move over and let these babies leave, yeah. you know. <laughs> and we're mm-hmm. like, you know, we're there to support you guys and to encourage you and, you know, and I just want to let you know, um, you know, this podcast and, you know, some of the venue, well, some of the social media you know, programs or social media projects that I have coming up, you know, you're definitely welcome to come back at any time to tell us about 
you know, what you're doing. But before we get started on that, tell everybody how they can find CPAC online, at, um, your Twitter, your Facebook, your website, all of that, so that they can go out and take a look and maybe we can send some people your way. Oh, yeah, great. So we have a website, StopPoliceCrimes.com. Um, that's our campaign website for CPAC. And on Twitter, our handle is at N-A-R-P-R. So that's N-A-A-R-P-R. Um, and our Facebook is just the Chicago Alliance Against Racist and Political Repression. Um, and we're also in the community every Saturday tabling. We have tables all throughout the city on the south side, on the north side. The north side is really blowing up. Um, so if you're interested in tabling, definitely you can find us on Twitter. You can send us a message, and we'll get you hooked up. Excellent, excellent. And also um, with CPAC, they attend the police board meetings and they speak out. Tell us a little bit about that and tell people how they can become involved. Um, So, yeah, we go to the police board hearings once a month. Actually, we had a big push last month to commemorate the death of Laquan McDonald. Um, So we, along with some of our allies like Black Lives Matter Chicago, we packed the room. We had a rally outside. Um, again, there were a lot of young people there too. You know, I just love also just giving even young people younger than me the opportunity to really lead and speak, you know, because it's one thing to be 26 and doing this work, but it's one thing to be 14 or 15, you know, and just really take the reins and just do it. Um, But yeah, so we go to the police board hearings once a month. I would say the best way to get in contact with us would be to send us a message over our social media accounts. Um, someone will usually respond within a couple hours um, just to give you information about where we're meeting that week or if we're going to the police board hearing that month. Excellent. Excellent, you guys. And it's a wonderful organization. And when they say canvas the neighborhood, what they do is they reach out to the people in the neighborhood um, and inform them about the issues and allow people to sign up to be on the mailing list for the alliance. And they send you information about your representatives, about the different rallies and boycotts and all of the things that they have taking place. And, you know, also, you know, we can't schedule murders or anything like that. But if you go to their page and you subscribe, it'll give you the, it'll update you on what's happening because again, with these types of incidents, it's like they're on the move and it requires an immediate response. So maybe when you go to social media, you can prioritize their social media so that you can see exactly what's happening. You can subscribe to their events, you can subscribe to, you know, a number of different things that are available with these social media accounts, and it's important. And even if you're not able to be what we call an active member, there are other ways in which you can support them. You know, they need the financial assistance. So, you know, send in some money, Mm -hmm. Um, send in, you know, some resources. You may not have money, but, you know, maybe you have a case of, you know, um, Xerox paper or, you know, printer paper. They can use that type of stuff too. So, you know, anything that you can do. (laughs) 
Exactly, exactly. You know, you can send some of the other people that you know, spread the word, let everybody know about the Alliance CPAC and all the wonderful work that they're doing all over the city. And it, it goes beyond just Chicago. But, yeah, when you were talking about the young folks, I mean, I love me some BYP. That's a black youth project. And what they're uh-huh. doing with Asada's daughter is absolutely amazing. So, um you know, a lot of wonderful things that are happening in the city, but not only that, you know, it's happening all across the country. And not only is it happening all across the country, it's happening across the water and other places too because as we go mm-hmm. through these types of incidents and events, the thing that I like to stress to people, and I used to post stuff like this all the time, was when people of color and even white people would march in solidarity with us from other countries. When all of that happened mm-hmm. with Mike Brown, We had Palestinian women and men, but mostly women, out there Mm -hmm. protesting for blacks in America, had pictures of people in Amsterdam, you know, oh, man, Nat and the crew over in London, they shut that down. They shut down the damn airport. How about that? You know, so, I mean, it's just, (laughs) yeah, yeah. So it's just, it's absolutely amazing. But, you know, again, I know a lot of the work that you all have been doing. What's the name of that two-minute video you all released? I forget. I need to find the link so I can put it in the show notes. But um, what's the name of the video and where can oh, we find yeah. it? You know, I don't think we gave it a title. It's just a brief little teaser that kind of shows a very, very brief summary of, like, what CPAC is and the work that we do. And it actually shows footage of people canvassing. So what you were talking about, people in the community, you know, trying to get support. Um, that's actually one of my favorite things to do is canvas. Um, I just love talking mm-hmm. to people and, like, really getting their perspective and also connecting with people. And I think especially there are people who may be supportive of this work but don't know it exists. So I just love, like, making those connections and, like, being able to really loop people into existing work. Excellent. Yeah, and it's needed. And I forgot to mention Black Lives Matter Chicago youth. You know, they're going to strangle me. So, you know, I love those kids, too. (laughs) And they're out there doing some amazing work with those young folks because, you know, it's my opinion that it's extremely important that we get these young people engaged, that we get them educated, that we give them the Mm -hmm. support and the motivation that they need in order to move forward. Because, again, when people talk, well, this is something that I've encountered. When people talk to me, they start pulling out their right-wing fox you know, um, talking points. And what about black-on-black crime? And then when we start talking about white supremacy and state-sanctioned violence, you know, and when we say something that's, you know, rather foreign to some of these people about homelessness and poverty and all of those being violence, and they don't necessarily Mm -hmm. understand the language. However, sometimes we give them too much of the benefit of the doubt because you have some people that are out there that want you to explain yourself over and over so that you won't make any progress, that they can just keep you occupied and and have you mm-hmm. amuse them, and they know exactly what they're doing, you know, and they're trying to derail, deny, and distract. And we have to learn how to mm-hmm. overcome that and learn how to recognize those people immediately. But you all keep 
keep doing what you're doing. Like I said, Frank, you know, and the crew, you all are doing a wonderful job. You know, Aislinn and BLM Chicago and crew, they're doing a great job. And I'm crazy about Joe. That's my guy right there. And so that's why I brought up about the International (laughs) Socialist Organization because he works with them. And, um, you know, just the number of wonderful people. You have Dre, you have Tony, you have a number of people, and you have Dr. Otis Moss over at Trinity United. And, you know, he's mm-hmm. done an amazing job. And, I mean, that church was amazing before he onboarded as the pastor, but he took it to a new level. So I do want to give honor to um, Jeremiah Wright because he did a lot with that church. And, you know, he took a lot of heat, mm-hmm. but he did it, and he did it gracefully. You know, he did it gracefully and with yeah. class. And he handed the banner, you know, off to, you know, Otis Moss, who's been doing a wonderful job with that organization. And for those out there who aren't aware, Trinity Trinity is an inclusive um, welcoming church, and they have some some of everything for some of everybody. If you get a chance, try to get one of their calendars. It gives you insight as to what they're going to be doing all day. And even for those of you who are secular and not necessarily one who has the same type of belief system, they have all of these different groups, and they do a lot of outreach in the community. So if you're just interested in working in the community and working with some people that are already established and you know you may want to check them out you know because they do a lot of work Mm -hmm. and they walk the walk as well as talk the talk so you know those are wonderful people to get to know but jasmine you know two things number one i want you to give some encouraging words to some of the young people who you know are listening to this podcast oh yeah for sure so i would say definitely to the young people Step up, you know, like, do not be afraid. I feel like when you're young, at least for me, especially when I was younger, I was so courageous to a certain extent. You know, I feel like now when you kind of get older, you know, you kind of lose that. I guess I'm thinking more of long lines of passion. Um, So now that, like, young people, you know, you're, you're young, you're strong, you know, I think now is the time to really act. You know, now is your time. Um, And I think especially in organizations like the Alliance, I'm learning so much from my older peers, you know, people who have been doing this right. for 20, 30, even 40 years. So I definitely think, you know, if you step up and you find the right group, there are definitely people who can help you and kind of walk you along that path and really help you become a person that you want to be. Um, I would have never thought that I would have been organizing, you know, if you would have told me this 10 years ago, I went to an art school. I wanted to be an opera singer. I did not know anything about activism. Oh, wow. Um, but I think just like oh wow we had to get you back and, and let you sing a tune or two or an A and B selection. But go ahead. <laughs> oh no, I see that's the thing. I I love chanting. I love being on a megaphone. I don't know how much voice I got left, but I will say that like with you know young people, like now is the time, and I think it can be so scary. But I think now is the time for you to really step up and start to think about what kind of world do you want to live in 10, 20, 30 years from now? And know that like you have the power to make that world happen and that there are older people who want the best for you and who are going to help you get there. And those people are out there. And I'm thinking with groups like the Chicago Freedom School, for example, you know, that have great youth programming. Oh, yeah. Um, and, but of course, you know, even with the Alliance, you know, working with older folks, 
you know, having people guide you, you know, they don't want you to fail, you know, so it's really about just taking ownership and taking up your space. I feel like young people, we are not encouraged to take up that space. And especially um, intersectionally, like if you're a woman, Mm -hmm. you know, there's that whole layer, there's that layer of white supremacy. So now is the time to really take up that space. Excellent, excellent. Thank you for bringing up the Freedom School. That's very important. That's another group here in Chicago that's doing amazing work. And I want to make sure that they get their, you know, just do as well. And that's excellent. Yeah, you know, everybody, you have a voice. And with what's happening now with the um, social, cultural, political climate that we're currently living in in this country, you know, they are encouraging the young people to get out here and to find your voice, to speak up. They want you to speak up. So you go and you find people like Jasmine, Charlene Carruthers, you have Amika, you have Aislinn, you have just a number of people. You have Frank, you have Andre, Shawnee, and, and I know I'm just throwing out all these different names of different, like, who the hell are these people, Kim? You'll know them when you see them. You know, so <laughs> reach out, reach out, and they'll help you reach out to other people. You know, sometimes, you know, even if you don't have the words or you can't quite articulate you know, what's going through your mind, what's happening, and how you're feeling. The wonderful thing about these groups is that they're supportive, they're caring, they're kind, they're compassionate, and they want you there, and they will help you find those words. And, you know, what's interesting is with a lot of the, the, you know, the language that's out here, you know, it tends to be very academic, so it's kind of intimidating. But, you know, they go through, they explain the terminology to you, they show you why it's important. Um, And even with intersectionality, you know, there are a number of different places and different ways that you can intersect with other groups. So don't think that they, you know, that you're unique out there. Trust me, there's a group for everyone. And if this is not the group, trust, they will find the group for you. So I just want to make sure that, you know, we uphold um, the trans community because isn't today Trans Awareness Day? I think today is Trans Awareness Day. Oh, wow. I think so. Yeah, so, you know, I want to uphold the trans community, the LGBTQ community. Um, It's it's been absolutely, you know, mind-blowing what has taken place over the past really five years and where we're headed. So young people, you're not alone. Don't ever think that. Don't ever think it. If you reach out, someone will grab your hand and pull you in. If you need something, Mm -hmm. you need help. Speak up, you know, yeah. let somebody know because there's always someone around that can kind of guide you where you need to go or give you the information or introduce you to the person who can help you with whatever the issue or the situation is. So we had Jasmine tell, you know, welcome the young people, a word to the young people. Now, let us know about what you're doing, Jazz. Um, anything that you want us to know about that you want us to support you on? in your world? Um, right now it's just about the boycott for me. So if folks listening are available Friday, 10 a.m., be there in front of the water tower. You know, I feel like this is the moment. Um, you know, we kind of talked about how this movement is growing, but also just thinking about the Jason Van Dyke slash hearing. It's been in mm-hmm. the, the hearing phase for about a year. 
And I think now is the time is to really start to escalate our pressure, you know, and kind of say, you know, we all saw 16 shots. We all saw what a gruesome murder that was. And yet the Chicago Police Department and the whole system, they're just dragging their feet. They're covering things up there. Now the the court has announced they're not going to prosecute or arrest any more cops um, or any higher-ups linked to the case. And just things that are just so blatantly just racist and things that just show Mm -hmm. that, like, we the people need control of this system more than ever. And, you know, I could just go on forever and ever about why we need community control of the police. But um, I'll just say in summary, you know, like, we have a right to determine who polices our neighborhood if we even want our neighborhoods to be policed. You know, we have a right to determine who comes into our spaces. You know, we have a right to determine how the money in our community gets spent. And the fact that $4 million a day are going to Chicago police while schools on the south and west side are closing, this cop academy issue gets me because mm-hmm. they want to spend $95 million to put a cop academy in the West Garfield Park community when they, it's hard to find a job in that community. It's hard to find any kind exactly. of like economic growth. It's hard, it's hard to find an adult education class. You know, if you needed, if you wanted to go back to school, there are so limited resources. So just thinking that, like, all of that money that could be spent bettering our communities, actually building healthy and happy communities, is being spent on the police. Over half of our budget, that is, I cannot wrap my head around it, you know? And, like, I think about, like, a lot of these, like, right-wing propaganda, you know, just about, like, Chicago and, like, all the violence mm-hmm. and, you know, Chicago's so violent. And, I mean, yeah, there is a lot of violence, but it's because there's not a lot of investment. Because instead of investing in the people, we're investing in the Chicago police. And I think that's why we need to have control over the system, so we can determine how it happens and what happens. Exactly, and hold these people accountable. And we almost got Rahm out of office with this last election. Rahm has to go. And so, if nothing else, 2019 is right around the corner. Exactly. You know, we want to encourage everybody to go get registered to vote and not only get registered to vote, but get familiar with the politics in your area. You need to know, number one, what ward you live in, and number two, who is your older person, you know, what county commissioner represents your area. You need to know these things. Mm -hmm. You need to know the issues. And, again, when I talk about, you know, voting now, I'm looking more at a local and state level because on a federal level right now, I am just too through with them folks, you know, considering (laughs) who's now, you know, the commander-in-chief. You know, I'm going to get over it in a minute. I'm just not over it right now. But it's important (laughs) that people understand what's happening. And, you know, here in Chicago, you know, they haven't even started talking about paying back the tips. Now, that's going to be a nightmare in and of itself. Yeah, and how mm-hmm. they've pretty much robbed Chicago blind. And so, and, and you know, like we were saying earlier about the violence, you, we see the gentrification, which is violence because they're taking this property from, you know, people that have had homes in their families for generations. They're raising the taxes to the point that the people can't afford it anymore. We lost a lot of black and brown wealth due to 2007, 2008, when the mortgage crisis, Mm -hmm. you know, happened in this country. And we just need to look at all of these things because, you know, we just have to educate ourselves. 
educate ourselves on yeah. these issues and get out here and vote and start questioning these folks. What happens is they, they get away with it because, you know, people aren't questioning it. And if there are some people out there questioning it, unfortunately they've taught us to put each put ourselves down, to put each other down. And this is where I'm talking about with the love. You know, and we need that type of love that's going to transform not only our minds and our hearts, but the love we have for one another. So it's just, it's important. We're growing and we're learning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yeah, just want people to reach out. But, you know, with that, I know you have other things that we need to get to, but Jasmine, thank you so much for taking time out to come and speak with us today. I'll send you guys the link to this a little bit later on. And, you know, we're looking forward to it. Again, tell everybody when and where. It's going to be this Friday, 10 a.m., in front of the old water tower. Be there. Exactly. You all be there. And, Jasmine, make sure you tell Frank and everybody I said hello. Looking forward to Frank's book. I'm going to have him on a show when he drops his book. I'm really looking forward to that. But with that said, Black Friday boycott, um, you all can go to the hashtag CPAC now. You can find some of that information not only on Facebook but especially Twitter. The Hour of Power is tomorrow at what time? At noon. Okay, and what are your hashtags? CPAC now, and I think it's one or two more. Mm-hmm. It's CPAC now, hashtag Day of Defiance, and then two more, hashtag Justice for the Quan and Justice for Ronnie Man. Exactly. Very good. Well, thank you so much, and I am looking forward to that. I'm going to try to join you all tomorrow during the hour of power. So when you see black free thinkers and people of color beyond faith, you'll know that's me. So with that oh, being great. said, okay. Jasmine, I'll keep my eye peeled. Yes, ma'am. You know, thank you. Welcome to Chicago. You're doing an excellent job. You're going in the right direction. Keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a really good job, and I'm just really thrilled that, you know, you're working with CPAC, and, you know, we're moving forward. So thank you so much, and thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you for having me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. See you Friday. For those of you out there, downtown, that's the spot. This Friday, 10 a.m. at the Old Water Tower Place, there's usually a rally for an hour right before, and the march starts at 11 o'clock. You will know who your marshals are. You will know who, you know, the strategists, all the people that are there. You'll see the lawyers out there. Everything is set. You'll be safe. And everything is on the book. So, you know, don't be afraid. Come on out. They need your support. All right, everybody. Have a good rest of the evening. Take care. Bye. Good night.